buyers treated badly. What's the standard as a buyer? You should expect statements. Forgot to put your name in the box. Good morning. That's right. It's because you do most of the talking on Fridays. That's fine. Good morning. How is everyone? Hope everyone is smashing it out there. The weather has been beautiful, which is great. Um, and the market is well and truly pumping. But this morning, guys, I want to talk about buyers and how do buyers get treated in the real estate industry? What do you reckon, Mark? Pretty well. Um. If you are watching this, guys, and you're a buyer or you have been a buyer, we you, would you love... Like, you didn't like that answer, did you? No, no. no. Really badly. Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure that they do get treated really, really well in the industry. Um, and I'm talking, uh, I'm talking generally, guys. So this is what some of the buyers tell us. This is not us coming to our own assumptions. Um, we have been buyers in the industry and... Um, yeah, it, look, it, it's interesting. But if you are watching this and you have purchased a property, um, we would, or you are currently a buyer, we'd love to hear about what your experience was like, has been like, is like. Um, well, let's talk about our experience as buyers. Yeah, go on. Um, I was trying to look <laughs> at a property, and agent emailed, called, emailed, called, and then. Uh, this particular property that I was trying to inspect, I um, I was treated like uh, the agent was like an elitist, and they were like, you know, you just, you know, you just, they definitely made it hard for me to inspect. Yeah. Um, that was that's I guess that's an example for me. Yeah. Like I, yeah. But then again, if they've worked out you're in the business, they probably look after you a bit differently as it's well. It's different for, for the ones. I that agree. Did, for the ones yep. that didn't. The particular one that I'm thinking about, it was so bloody hard. I ended up just giving up on trying to have a look through and just yep. stuff it and we bought something else. I agree. Um, not only that, there are times when um, we will have to email out to other agents um, and usually that's someone from my team. We might want to find some pricing on a property because we have something similar coming up. And so we'll send off an email and it could be days until we actually get a response back from agents. I'm always, we were literally just talking about this a moment ago, Mark, speed to service and how important it is, not just in our industry, but how important it is just generally now. If you think about our expectations on, and I'm often saying this, on, on you know, getting an Uber or ordering food, um, everything these days is just like, I want it now, I want it now, I want it now, it's so quick. And the expectation in real estate is the same. And, you know, this is how really I built my model within our business was about speed to service. And if you just let people know about properties before they hit the market or you respond to them really quickly, you're going to win hearts everywhere, um, which makes it tricky because when you then go out to the industry or, or you know, you're a customer, not necessarily even in real estate, it makes it hard because you're like, you want that, you know, you want that quick service. Um, uh, look to give you an idea as a, as a um, seller. So you're selecting you're selecting an agent to award your property to to sell. 
um, and that agent's going to be dealing with your buyers. Um, I'm really surprised that more sellers don't do the the cold ring the agent ring. I'm a, before they even get the agent. The mystery through, shop. The mystery shop. The mystery before shop. they get the agent yep. they come to my house. They send three email inquiries or they call three agents and just see how they're looked after. And the buy, but the buyer like, is seriously. And, and certainly we get paid by the vendor, but without the buyers, there is no business. Yeah. So you know, and, and but but first and foremost, buyers like anyone else are just lovely human beings. So if you just look after people. Um, they will 100% refer you. And it shouldn't be about the referral and it certainly shouldn't be about the money. Um, but if you look after people, the rest will come. Yeah. And that has always been my motto, always been my motto. And the reason this came up was because we sold a property at auction on Tuesday night. And um, the buyer called me yesterday. We were on the phone for about a half an hour and she said, Lisa, I just want to let you know what the experience was like um, with other agents. You know, we must have gone to 50 open homes. And she said there was just no, you know, the call, lack of callbacks, lack of follow-up. Um, you almost felt like it was just a, an inconvenience when you were walking through some of these open homes. And, guys, this is not everyone. There are some phenomenal agents out there that treat buyers phenomenally well. This is a buyer who had told me about their experience with us and then their experience with other agents in the area. And she was saying just no follow-up you know, no, um, asking questions and it was almost like the agent was like rolling their eyes into the back of their head. Yeah, look, I, th I think setting expectations is important and we can have a quick chat about that because we, we're in the industry and buyers are coming through different industries. Like you, in a hotel, you're going to get a different service than how you're going to get um, in a milk bar, right? So it's going to be different. So I think setting expectations, first of all, is really important. What do you think should be and 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 understand if you're the number one operator out of 550 operators, your your standards are, are higher. But what do you think should be like? And I'm talking standard. I'm not talking best five star. I'm saying what do you think a a buyer? Actually, Luke's really good for this. Um, Luke's talking. Luke, being a buyer's agent, yep. um, is talking to um, people uh, all the time. What do you think, guys? Luke, Lisa. The stamp, and everyone out there, the standard should be for a real estate agent. I'm talking standard. I'm not saying, yeah. you know, best should be doing this and the best should be doing What should be the standard? So, as an example, if I'm a buyer, what is what is the standard I should expect if I send an email to get a response back? Okay, so at least, at the very, very least, it needs to be the same day. That's not what I do. We have a 10-minute rule. So, um, you know, our, our inquiries are answered exceptionally quickly. Um, but I would be thinking the expectation would be at least the same day. In, in the industry. In the, in industry, the industry. At least okay. the same day. Same day. What do you, if I like the property and I want to, and Luke's saying respect and kindness, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Um, if I like the property and, I, and it looks good, sounds good with the real estate agent, looks good online and I want to go through it, when should I expect to be able to see that property? Um, so obviously we have open homes available. Now, if the property is vacant, then pretty much any time, pretty much any time. Um, if the property is not vacant, now understand guys, sometimes we've got properties that we're selling that have got tenants in there. Yeah. That can make it tricky. 
that can make it tricky. It's a balancing act. The tenant needs to give us reasonable access, which is considered to be twice a week. Two open homes twice a week for half an hour each. Now, it's really, again, if we're talking about respect and kindness, this is the way a tenant should be treated in a property that is being sold. So important. Actually, I'd love to give an example on that, Mark. Because again, generally speaking, I don't think that the industry treats a tenant with respect and kindness necessarily um, for a property that is being sold. Understand, guys, there is nothing in it for the tenant. It's a major inconvenience for a tenant. And I'm always well aware of that. I will always call the tenant and say, guys, I totally understand that there is nothing in it for you. If we work together though, this process is just gonna be so much easier. And so I will be in and out a lot faster for you. And then you guys can get back to just living your normal life. It's just a really nice conversation to have. Um, I've got a property in Cremorne actually that came off last year. The owners decided that they were going to keep it. And I had a lovely relationship with the tenant, lovely relationship. Um, and so I um, needed to get some access to get back through the property. I've just relisted it again and picked up the phone, called the tenant yesterday. We had a great chat, just had a baby. And um, when I needed access and, you know, to, to take a buyer through next week, she was like, of course, what time works for you? And again, it's just that what you said, Luke, treating people with respect and kindness. So buyers treated badly. So we talked about standards they should be expected. Where, where do you hear that, you know, they're not quite happy, a buyer? What, what is the, what is the, not having a hack at, at, at um, and not reveling in, in pain, but where's like, as a buyer, when you, where, where do you sort of draw the line going, nah, that shit, that, that, um, I wasn't sort of looked after there. When they feel like they're a, just being treated like a number, I think sometimes as an in industry, we can be quite robotic. And so you're standing at an open home and people are just like, name, number, email. It's like, no, hang on a second, have conversations with people. And you don't need to be a hard salesperson. You know, you just need to walk around a room and it, listen, this needs to be a fun experience. People are buying properties. Yeah. It needs to be a fun experience. So having great conversations with people and not just being a name taker. We're not there at the doors just clicking numbers. And, and um, it's also a big thing for a buyer to give out their name and a big thing, their real name, and a big thing to give out their real mobile number. So I think um, sometimes we forget that as an industry and a bit of explanation as to why. Um, you know, when you meet someone saying, you know, hey guys, you know, thanks for coming through. The owners asked us to take names and numbers so they know who's come through their home. Is it okay that I take your uh, take your details? And what are now? you doing with the details? Because I think a lot a of a chat. Like uh, uh, what I'm saying is, when you understand the opposite, you get this. What's your name and what's your number? Go have a look through. That's that's shit. You okay. know, and, and I don't think we're quite that aggressive, but we're not. Sometimes it's not that far off. So I think a bit of empathy there, a bit of explanation. It could be their first time that people are coming through properties in general and just having a bit of a chin wag as to why the, we take names and numbers. Absolutely. And, and the buy, the buyers tell me that um, 
our open homes are just are fun and they're lighthearted because often I'm just wandering around the room. I'm not asking the general questions. So are you finance ready and what budget are you working with and what are your thoughts about the property? And, you know, I'm not asking the generic questions. I'm just having conversations with people as though it's just a bunch of friends in a room. That is so much better. People will open up because they feel comfortable if they want to. Can you imagine? Buyers are going to 10 open homes on a Saturday. Imagine the same thing. Name, number, email, your finance ready. What are your thoughts on the property? Like, imagine Biscuit the same face. questions. Yeah. Biscuit face. You've got to be on show. You're on show. You're, You're on, on show. show. Have fun. Make people feel comfortable. And you're coming, you know, an agent can come across hundreds of buyers in one day. Um, big smiles. I always say on Saturday morning, big smiles, guys. Get out there. You know, smile on the world. Smiles. Can, can I Huge. say? Can I say? Probably one of the biggest ones that I hear. One of the biggest complaints that I hear from buyers is that they were interested in the property. The agent never followed up the buyer, and then they find out that the property has been sold. <laughs> it's Mark. It it's really. It's it. It's not funny, and it really does happen. The amount of people that go, I will never deal with that agent again. Yes. Because we had put an offer on that property, and then we found out that it got sold, yeah. and we never even got a call. Yeah. Shocking. Calm down, Liz. Don't look at me like that. It's shocking. No, it really, it really upsets me. At the very, very, very least. Certainly, if you've put an offer in, there is not a chance that we haven't gone back to you. But at the very, very, very least, we will send out an SMS, not just to the offer makers, but to every single buyer that inspected that property, saying that the owner is close to accepting an offer on the property. Where are you at? If you have interest, would you please call me urgently? At the very, very least. Bit of common sense. Courtesy is what it is. Bit of common sense. And also three touches I think you can expect as a buyer that if you don't call the agent back, he will call you again. And if you don't call them back, they will call you again. And internally, we have a three-touch policy um, that after an open house, we will attempt three times to contact the um, um, the buyer. And if they don't call us back, we just leave them alone. Yeah, exactly. But again, we will still catch them in that SMS. Um, in the event we're close to getting a deal done. Yep. This is obviously prior to auction or it's pre-market or whatever it might be. But as I said, you know, the reason this conversation came up today was because of the buyer, um, this beautiful buyer that had taken the time to write the most beautiful text and review, but then it per followed up with a personal text just saying, you need to understand. And then we had a half an hour conversation yesterday morning because she said, I went and met um, some people likely your competition at other open homes. We'd inspected a good 20 properties before we purchased this one. And I just want you to know how we were treated by you guys and what goes on out there in the industry. I thought you might like to know it from a buyer's perspective. You women. Beautiful stuff. You, you, we, and actually, you women are good communicators, aren't you? I, I can't do more than three words in an SMS. Is a big long, <laughs> big long. Well, she had some beautiful messages, but you know, it started with you have restored our faith in the process of buying and selling, particularly in this tricky market of low stock and high number of buyers. But then went on to mention not just me, but everyone else in the team, which I loved. You know, it was Billy and Anthony and Jono and and everyone else that got a mention. Did you mention me. She did mention you actually in the conversation yesterday. 
saying how lovely and she's like you know and then your husband honestly really you know and and just we can see you love what you do which was not only evident in the way you presented and spoke about the home but especially in how you treated us with genuine interest kindness and respect from our first visit at the first open home there genuine you go that's in, the buyer that's genuine the buyer interest feedback. kindness and respect that's standards um and then I just want to, Mark, can I just finish off on this topic by saying that about two years ago, we had some buyers come through a really, really beautiful property that we were selling at the time. Um, and uh, it was, many of you will know, Michael and I worked together, Michael Michael Silich and I worked together. Thanks, Julian. And um, these lovely buyers had come through this property. And I, I remember the open home very well. It was a really busy open home. Anyway, the buyers did, um, didn't end up purchasing the property, but we stayed in touch with them. And two years later, as in the last couple of weeks, um, they called us in for a, an appraisal in an area that we don't sell in usually um, for a very, very prestige home. Anyway, we ended up signing up the property. And these were, as I said, buyers. Mark, as you mentioned before, you don't know why more more um, people don't mystery shop agents. But, yeah. you know, little did we know that was kind of a mystery shop at the time. Mm. Um, but most agents would have just thought, nah, they're just buyers, you know. But they then went on to sell a $16 plus million property, um, which we were awarded to be part of that process. Playing the long game. As a result. As Julian was saying, it's, um, it's getting, you know, it's the short game that a lot of in the people look at in the industry yeah uh before we go anything else to talk about this week with our budget um you, know, you love budget talk don't you yeah i do love budget talk i mean i have to say i don't think that there was just an enormous amount there do you what do you think mark fluff i thought it was a little bit of fluff this year keen to hear what your thoughts are guys i was a bit like i was sort of looking for stuff to go oh and I didn't really find any of that. No nuggets. No. Anything no. else this week? Um, just more and more and more Another public holiday happening. I can't believe all these public oh, holidays. Oh, well, that's usually the Queen's birthday. Now it's the King's. So it's the King's birthday. Yeah. Interesting. Um, um, but just still not seeing a lot of stock on the market, guys. It really not seeing a lot of stock on the market. We are genuinely seeing an enormous amount of buyers back in the market there is no doubt about it and there's there's a real frenzy about the market now as well yeah buyers wanting to buy properties before auction and have you got anything coming on lisa can you show me something off market before it even goes onto your social media i'm, I'm hearing that happening more and more again now i had um i was with an industry leader on artificial intelligence yesterday oh which is pretty interesting sort of what the industry is doing with with ai what are they doing? Um, it's 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 hiving its way through. Wow, quickly as well. Um, and agents store and own a lot of data, um, and they don't really know what to do with it because there's so much of it. Um, so AI is now being applied and overlaid through all their data just to work out what the agent should be doing. So it's servicing the industry better. Um, so doing things like um, acknowledging that that person has been through more open houses than anyone else and saying please call these guys they're active 
Right. Do you know what I mean? So how would I know that Simon Smith has been through 22 properties in the last two months? But there's companies like Rita that do have been doing that for a little while. It is Rita. Oh, you're talking about Rita. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is, they're, they're awesome, guys. If you're in if you're in real estate, here's a plug, and this is not a uh, sponsored post, um, but if you are in the industry, these guys do a phenomenal job. Rita, R-I-T-A. There you go. And, and, you know, the bottom line is I think it's a bit evasive. Like as a, as a buyer, you can think, oh, my God, I don't want that data going out to anyone. It's it's contained within that who you've given it to. Yeah. But it's just sorting it for the agents. And I think it's going to deliver a better service to buy. I know it's going to deliver a better service to buyers because if I've been through 22 properties in the last two months, and my name's Simon Smith, and... I expect to get a more calls, better service because I'm out yeah, there. Right. I want someone to be Agreed. there on the journey. So AI is, I think, it's going to make it going to make it better. Da databases. I mean, I still and I've been saying it for years and years. I think emails are one of the most frustrating forms of communication. They drive me nuts. Honestly, they do. And it's not going to be too long until I think that they're just obsolete. They drive me nuts. And the fact that we still do these email, you know, we do all these email blasts um, out to prospective buyers to let them know that new properties, it's not the only thing we do, but it's part of our, um, you know, onboarding of new properties. We email blast out the properties to any buyers that are in the database that fit that category. Uh, again, that's just one layer of, of the stuff that we do. But it just, it, I hate emails. I really do. I really do. Hate's a really harsh word. Yeah, it drives me nuts. I, I'd be very happy just to switch off my um, my, mm. my emails completely because you've got WhatsApp. You've got so many different avenues mm. these days, social media. Uh, the only thing I like about emails is it's still sticky, whereas when I see a WhatsApp, it can get lost after all the other WhatsApp, WhatsApp really yeah. have you ever gone on your phone and tried to find an email mark seriously no no have I'm, you I'm ever saying, gone on I'll, I'll give you an example that's, say that's the most frustrating thing ever i, I use them like a to-do list yeah I, I can't use whatsapp like a to-do list because it just sort of gets layered and lost it's got a great in, search in, in, in the conversation it's got a great search if you remember so sometimes i'll screenshot something in my whatsapp and send it to my email just to sort of remind me in my to-do uh, list what to do because yeah Thanks, so, for, thanks for coming. It sounds like an old person's conversation. <laughs> All right, that's a show, guys. Yeah. That is a show. Hopefully that's helped some of you guys out there. Again, we're not have, definitely not having a hack at Real Estate Agents. We are listening to what the buyers are saying to us um, when they're coming through open homes. They're frustrating experiences. They're great experiences. And we just wanted to make a show of it. If you are a buyer, um, we'd love to hear what your experience has been with us, with other agents. Um, but it will certainly help the industry to, to improve. That's the point.